Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball on this episode. We're going to talk about this sweep of the A's by the Astros on the end of another sweep. A 6 at O homestand and we're here to talk about it. But as always, Third Coast Tom. What's up, buddy? Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. The hottest team in baseball. Yes, I am saying that. I don't care who they played. They have. They don't make the schedule. They have to win the games. The hottest team in baseball, your Houston Astros, did what they needed to do at home. Let's break it down for them, Rob. All right, let's start with game one, which was on Friday. Brandon Belak. Bottom of the second, Abreu scores on a Pena Force out. It's one to zero. Top of the third, Langeliers. Gets an RBI double and ties it up. Bottom of the fourth, Kyle Tucker, RBI double, brings in Jordan. We're up two to one. In the sixth inning, Tucker with a big two-run homer brings in Abreu. We're up four to one. Bregman adds another run in the eighth with an RBI single, bringing in Jake Myers. That made it five to one. That was the final. Great game. Great start to the series. Belak, five innings, five hits, a run, three walks, and nine Huge strikeouts, did not give up any home runs. What can you say about Belak? Belak was great. I mean, I, I guess great's kind of like great for him, I should say. Belak is a guy that I don't feel like is ever going to shock and awe and wow you with a lot of what he does. He gets in and out of a lot of trouble, but at the end of the day, if he gives you five innings and he gives you one run of ba- baseball, you know, like – that's that you can't ask for much more from the guy. Really appreciate his ability to limit the damage. I mean, he gets into a lot of it, but if this is the guy we're going to get going forward, I think he's a great fifth starter. But it could be better. There, there, there is help on the way. I think uh, Lance McCullers Jr. is tr- trending towards coming back. So he may not be that guy that much longer. Yeah, we talked about this on the Relevant app today. If you didn't, if you missed it again, Relevant app, go get it. Watch the game with Tom and I. Again, you don't have to turn your TV off. You just watch it with us. It's it's a lot of fun. But that's something we talked about. It's like in the trade deadline, they're going to need a pitcher because BLAC isn't it. J, more than likely, J.P. France isn't it. So it might all hinge on how good or how healthy that Lance McCullers Jr. can stay. If you look at the bullpen, Montero, Mayton, Abreu, Presley, they had to go four innings, but they did not allow any runs. I would say the MVP of the game was Tucker, two for three with a walk, three runs, batted in. Jordan, two for five, damage incorporated. They split them up in this series, which annoys me and Tom. Alex Bregman, one for five with an RBI. The Astros, five runs on 10 hits, two for 12 with the runners in scoring position, and they left 10 on base. So I want to share something before I forget. So I went, remember when I went to the, the missions game versus the hooks with Space Ray? He kept calling me Statman, and I'm like, why do you keep calling me that? Like, I don't know. Did I already share this on here? I don't know. But, And I was, re- I was listening to the podcast last time, and I was like, that's probably why, because I read all the stats. Okay. I thought, like, he thought I was some stat guy, and I knew all the stats, but I don't know them all. 
I know I probably know more than the common fan, but anyway, great job by Belek. Even better job by the bullpen, Tucker and Jordan. The same guys come through to give us a good win. Left a lot of guys on base though, but overall, it's good to start out the series with the win over the A's. Absolutely, totally agree. This was a series. Some people were concerned. The A's had some success against the Astros last year. There's some young talent that the A's have. Uh, OPS plus, if that's a stat that you follow, they've got some guys with with great OPS plus numbers. But in the end, I think the Astros had what they needed. They had home cooking. Obviously, when Jordan and Tucker doing things, you don't need your whole lineup to be bopping because those guys do so much damage. So great start to the series and on to the next day. And the thing about this series is we touched on it a couple series ago. If the Astros want a good record, if the fans don't want to be bothered and and worried and the sky's falling and all that, all they got to do is win at home. And you see now they win all three games at home and we'll give you their new record, which sounds really good once you read it. So game two was Saturday, Hunter Brown, good game by him also. Bottom of the first, Jordan sack fly brought in Altuve. Tucker back at it again, RBI single, Brennan Bregman. We're up two to zero. Uh, Rooker at an RBI single in the fourth, made it two to one. Top of the sixth, the A's had a second run on a sack fly. And then bottom of the eighth, Jordan doing Jordan things. Why do they pitch to him? I don't know. Solo home run. 10th home run of the year, 3-2 to two Astros, final score. Why do you pitch to Jordan Alvarez? Well, the thought process that all of these managers have is that I can bring in a lefty, lefty on lefty, the advantage is a pitcher. However, Tucker and Jordan continue to prove that it does not matter. If, if, if anything, I'm starting to believe that these are some reverse splits guys and they do better against lefties because so far – in, in, in a situation where game was on the line or whatever, and they've brought in situational lefties, both of these guys have hurt other teams mm. by bringing the lefty-on-lefty lefty matchup. Hunter Brown goes six innings, five hits and two runs, no walks, and nine strikeouts. Great job at Hunter Brown. Stanek, Naris, Presley, three innings, no run. Naris picks up the win. He's three and one, and Presley picks up save. Number eight, Jordan one for three with two RBIs. Tuck one for four with an RBI. Astros three runs on seven hits, two for six runners in scoring position. They left six on. So this time they did better with runners in scoring position, but they had less opportunities. The pitching is really doing good. And what do you, who do you want? We spoke about this this morning. Who would you want to, to close out the series and get this sweep other than the guy we got today, Framber Valdez. Here's the scoring. It's a mouthful. Altuve, RBI single, his first RBI of the year. Jake comes in to score one to zero. Bottom of the six, Jordan scores on a wild pitch from third, two to zero Astros. That was your final score. And you want to know why. If you missed the game and you want to know why that was the final score, Framber Valdez, nine innings, four hits, zero runs. Zero walks and seven strikeouts. He's down four and four with a 2.45 ERA. Framber is amazing. We we spoke so much about him today. 
I mean, I don't even know what else to say, guy. Well, I can say this. Depending on what happens, he could be the ERA leader at the end of the evening. The guy's amazing. He hasn't had the run support. We've talked about it at length. And today they got just enough for him. He's, he's clearly the ace of the staff. Definitely exactly what we needed going into a road series, you know, finishing off the homestand. Just such a great performance. And and it was it was interesting because like as you're watching the game and we talked about it too, there were some there were some innings, seven hit uh, seven pitches, you know, ten pitches, really, really economical. You just kind of felt like through seven, he had a really good chance to go the whole way. We didn't know what Dusty would do going into the ninth, because I believe he was at like 89 pitches. Uh phenomenal performance. And definitely worthy of some hardware, potentially. You know, after every game, you're like, whoa, I think b got him some hardware. Whoa, Hunter <laughs> Brown, I think he got him some hardware. And then Frammer's like, here, I'll, I'll take that. Hold my beer. All right, so Altuve went one for two with two walks. So he was on three times, and that's what you want for your leadoff hitter. So that means he's seeing the ball a little better, got a hit, almost hit a home run on Saturday, uh, crushed it. But... uh Jordan went one for three. Jake went one for two. Maldi, what can you say about my boy Maldi getting all the hate in the world? But he went two for three today, and his batting average is 200. He squeaked it out and got in the 200s. The Astros scored two runs on five hits. So the day Frammer comes out, I don't know what it is. JV got the same stuff when he was here. The, the least amount of hits. And I think the least amount of runs. And uh, one for nine, runners in scoring position, not good. They left eight guys on base. Astros, 27 and 19. Listen to that, folks. 27 and 19, nine and one. In their last 10 games, they won seven in a row. And I don't know what's going on with Texas. I think Tom was saying that they were going to win today. But they're one and a half games behind Texas, out of the lead, seven wins in a row. This feels great, buddy. It does. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know that we told you this would come. We we told you to be patient. We told you to relax. We told you these guys would get it going. And the funny thing is, is the offense still isn't there yet. This is not the offense, the juggernaut that we expected going into the season. There is so much room for growth. You talk about Jordan. You talk about Tuck. Those guys have been leading the way, carrying the banner. But Altuve just got back. He's still got some ways to go before I feel like he gets to his level. Bregman struggled mightily. Doesn't, doesn't seem to to really, really phase this team. I, I mean, these games could be a lot worse. You talk about Jose Abreu, prize free agent uh, acquisition. Hasn't really done it for a lot of people. I believe he's getting the hits, but in in, in Situations where they could really tack on some runs. He hasn't been there yet. Jeremy Pena, shown flashes here, there, and everywhere, but still has room to grow. This thing can only get better. I'm really, really excited about where we're going as a fan base for this ball club. So this series was solely one on pitching. The starting pitchers gave up one run, two runs, and zero runs. The Oakland A's scored three runs in this series three runs 
That is a very awesome thing. So the Astros, what they scored five and three, that's eight. The Astros scored 10 runs. So not a whole lot of offense. That's a little over three a game. But uh, anyway, do you have anything you want to add to the series? Not at all. Not at all. I think we pretty much covered it. Great series. All right. So we're going to take a break and we will, like Tom just said, we will hand out some hardware. Can we get a trifecta? I think there's a good shot at it. Then we'll do Survivor. Tom is just kicking my butt here. So we'll give you our results. Uh, I sent Tom his uh, picks already. And I'm on a new notebook, Tom. It's a new notebook. The other one's full. And then we'll give you our picks for Monday, which will be, I think, day 12. And then we'll talk about what's coming up next. And then I have a Would You Rather that's baseball related and then tom's final thoughts so stick around folks we got a lot more astros stuff to cover and we'll be right back with more astros baseball all right we're back and it is time to hand out some hardware i'll tell you this buddy i go to i think it's home goods and they have these baseball statues that are really big and i was like that would be awesome to have that to hand out for some reason but i have no reason Unless we did a video <laughs> podcast, you know, we could hold it up. But anyway, let's start with pitcher. Who do you got? It's tough to give it to anyone not named Fran Rivaldez. So I'm not going to try to do it. Fran Rivaldez is your pitcher of the series. You cannot do it. Uh, I say Framber as well. Nine innings shutout. Amazing. Position player. This is the one that could go anyway. I don't know who you're going to pick. But I went with the king, Kyle Tucker. I wanted to go with Kyle Tucker, but then I thought about today's game and the guy that 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 performed today that for me had performs all the time is short on Alvarez. He hit that monster homer to win game two. So you put that together with his ability to drive in runs in game three. And Jordan Alvarez is the guy for me. All right. The Coach Rose winner, the co coveted. Coach Rose winner. Who you got? Hunter Brown. Ooh. I felt if I couldn't give him the pitcher of the series, I could definitely give him the Rose. He's had some struggles. He's had a time, I would say, you know, just, just having one of those games where you felt like he had command of it all. And this game felt really good. The nine Ks, I mean, kept, kept this offense in the game long enough for Jordan to win it. So give me Hunter Brown for the Coach Rose. I went in a similar way. I gave it to Brandon Belak. Five innings. He also had nine strikeouts, which I would have never, I would have never believed he could do that. If you said, How's Belak gonna do? I'd say he's probably gonna go five, have three strikeouts and three walks, maybe, and give up three runs. But he did great. He did really good. So Coach Rose. So I think everybody that deserved some hardware today got it. Framber, Jordan, Tucker. Belak and Hunter. I mean, the pitching staff was amazing. If you want to give the rose to the bullpen, that's fine too, because they didn't allow any runs overall, a great series. Absolutely. This is something that you can build on. I think for the Astros, because this was kind of like the big concern, right? Where were they going to get their pitching from? Where, what was going to happen? Now that they lost Garcia and Arquiti, how attacks would the bullpen be? And all they've done is got great performances from, the guys that had to come up, J.P. Francis pitched well. 
Uh, he had had a little bit of a, of a struggle in the last series, but the offense was able to back him up. And then Belak, Belak's able to, to just plug in right away. And I think those two guys being able to keep this team afloat from the back end of the perspective is just going to make it that much easier for them to walk down the Rangers, who were able to win today, so to maintain a two-game lead. All right, now we go to Survivor. On the last episode, Tom picked Miami, and they won. And he is now eight and three. How is that possible that you're eight and three? <laughs> I picked the LA Dodgers and they lost 16 to eight to the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm six and five. I don't even know why I'm still in this thing. <laughs> it's funny. I'm only two games behind you. And my record looks so much crappier than yours. So anyway, I gave you the picks. You know who the pick, you know who you could pick from. Who is your pick on Monday? My pick on Monday is going to be the Seattle Mariners playing against the Oakland Athletics. Seattle has their ace, Luis Castillo, on the hill. And they're in desperate need of a win, so I feel like they're going to be at home. And that's the perfect opportunity for them to get that win. My pick is Seattle. <laughs> also over Oakland. And I wrote Castillo versus a pitcher with a 7.71 ERA. So we picked the same. I'm not going to pick up any room on you, but I'm picking the same as you. So I think I should be seven and five after this, and I'll catch up with you some other time. Next up for your Houston Astros. Tomorrow they will travel to Milwaukee to play the Brewers for three games. They're off Thursday, and then they go to Oakland for three more games against these Oakland A's we just swept. Then they come back home on the 29th of May. They'll play three games against the Twins and then a four-game set starting on June 1st against the Angels of Anaheim. So that's what's coming up for your Houston Astros. So I got one would-you-rather. And I looked up sports would-you-rather because I wanted to do one. And this one's kind of good. The rest of them are kind of corny. But here's the question. Would-you-rather baseball edition would you rather have a pitcher who, dot, 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 option A, gives you five innings every game with no runs? Every game he pitches, five innings, no runs. Or would you rather have B, there's three options, so be patient, a pitcher that goes seven and a third every game, he gives up two runs, and when you take him out of the game, there's a runner on third. So possibility of giving up three runs. C would be a guy that goes nine innings every game, but he gives up four runs. Well, if I'm the Houston Astros, <laughs> which I'm, I'm assuming that's where we're coming from. No, I, I say, just, I, I just did it. I saw okay. it and wrote it down. Well, if I got to pick, I would say, give me the guy that goes five and gives up no runs. Because I feel like I can trust my bullpen to cover the other four. I don't know that I can trust my offense to score three runs because the the the, the next best option I think would be option B. However, you don't know how many outs are in the inning. So that guy on third, it, it's it's more likely or than not that he can score. It would take a really good effort to keep him from there's scoring. one out. Oh, okay. He goes seven and a third. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Yeah. You are correct. I'm sorry. So yeah, then I then I have even less confidence 
that that guy will not score. I think I that's think what I was saying. Score. So he's probably going to yeah. get up three runs. All it yep, takes yep. Is, a, is a fly ball to the outfield. So, yeah, I take my chances with the five inning guy that goes up and, and puts up a goose egg every time. I mean, it would be nice to have a guy in the bullpen that could give you nine innings every game and save your. Did I say bullpen in the rotation? You did. You did. So, a guy in your rotation that could go out and give you nine innings every time and give up four runs, but you're pigeonholed. You have to score five runs to win the game, or you have to score four to take it to extra innings. But we're only talking about one pitcher here. It's not saying your entire rotation is this way. So if you give me a guy that gives you five innings and never allows any runs, that's who I'm taking. I don't know why this is so hard. <laughs> I mean, you're thinking, obviously, I, I think like you're, if you're, if you're thinking the question over, it's what do you, what do you want from your team? Do you want your team to have to go score these runs or do you want your team to have to cover the innings remaining in the game? So if you're thinking from a one game perspective, maybe you're just trying to win the one game. You don't care how many pitchers it takes. Or if you're thinking in in a 162 game perspective, you're going give me the nine inning guy, and I just need my offense to go do things because that saves my bullpen to win more games later on. For me, I'm I'm gonna keep it to the one game perspective and go. I don't care how many bullpen arms I got to use. You gave me a zero, so all I got to go do is score one run. I like the B option if it was 7.0 and no one on base. That would be really good. I, I don't like having two runs and then a guy on third with one out. I mean, if it's just one dude, if we have Framber, CJ, Hunter Brown, and Belak, and you say you're going to give me a guy in the five hole that's going to do that, I'll take that every time. If you told me Belak was going to do that, I'd take that every time. If you told me Belak was going to go seven and third every time. I, if B, <laughs> If you told me my fifth pitcher could do any of these, I would be happy. I would be happy with all of them. But the way the Astros offense is going, I'd be scared to take that guy with the four runs. So anyway, we did sweep the Cubs. We swept the A's. It feels so good to be on a winning team once again. And Tom, I wanted you to say it, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. <laughs> we told you to relax. And anyway, I did not give any awards to Maldi for going two and two for three today because the pitching dominated the series and they deserve to win all the awards. So now it is time for Tom's final thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a time when this ball club was 16 and 17 and, and, and people were ready to storm the gates that had been made, drag Dusty out, make wholesale changes, start, start, start sending people, you know, off the ball club, bring some guys up for the minors, burn it all down. Since then, the team has came home. Well, they took care of the, took care of their business on the road, came home, got some good home cooking, and now they are one of the top six records in the American League. I tried, I tried, I tried to get people to understand that over time that this team was just going to be too talented to not succeed. And some people wanted to hear it. Some people didn't want to hear it. But I'm telling you, when this team is whole, and they're getting there little by little, they will be one of the top four teams in baseball, four or five teams in baseball. They'll probably have one of the top four or five records in baseball. 
and they'll be talking about them to win the World Series. One great little nugget that I saw the other day that I thought was so awesome, and it really just speaks to the respect that the Astros are earning in the betting community, if nothing else. So the Astros start series start the season horrible. And then uh, Luis Garcia goes down, or Kitty goes down, and Vegas's win prop total changed from 95 and a half to 91 and a half. So all of that, all of that turmoil, and Vegas still will not give you more than four games because they just know, because those guys don't don't lose money. They just know this Astro team is going to get it done. That's, All right, so we talked about my final oh, my thoughts. Bad. So no, we talked right. about this today, and I, and while you were doing your final thoughts, I wanted to look up Drew Gilbert and how he's doing in Double A because something Tom and I were discussing on the show today was: Are the, would the Astros go out and get another bat at the trade deadline? And Tom would be like, "No, they might. We might. We think they might get a pitcher, but." What the Astros do, they'll just call somebody up. And Drew Gilbert's getting close, dude. I'm telling you, this guy has a 306 average and a 419 on base percentage in double A. That's amazing. Not to mention a cannon. They had him in right field the other night. He absolutely the same night that Jose Altuve was coming up. Absolutely throws a laser to gun a guy trying to tag up at third base. I mean. He's That's something bags. they never told us. We just knew he could hit and run. Yeah. I, I truly believe at the very least you see Drew Gilbert in September. I also believe that if the price of a pitcher costs us jokes, uh, Chaz, One Jake, of the center fielders. Yeah. One of the center fielders. If it costs us one of those guys, you see him before then because there's no doubt in my mind that that this guy has excelled at every level and if it wasn't for an injury last year that that knocked out that knocked him out to end the season he probably would have been that much further along so yeah i'm telling you now like get ready for the drew gilbert experience in center field because <laughs> i believe that's where he's going to go yeah i mean if the astros they have enough depth they have enough depth in in uh, the minor leagues, even though they have no res- no one respects their minor league. I don't know who ranks them, but how do we just keep pulling these guys up, right? If we're no good, but you have a Jake or a Chaz that you could let go. You have a Jolks that you could let go. You have plenty of catchers that you can let go. There's plenty of 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 players for us to go out and get a pitcher. And our major league baseball roster will still be fine and it won't affect it. So I'm on the I'm on there. I'm saying we're gonna get a picture of the deadline. I'm not changing my mind yet. Lance McCullers could come out and just totally dominate. And I might be like, okay, we're good. We're we're not gonna get one. It all you know, Urquidy, when he comes back, I mean, we might not need one, but I think that the Astros have enough ammo that if there's somebody good on a bad team that could use some good players, cheap, good, cheap players, then I think we still might do it. The guy the Astros face tomorrow is a guy that 
I think when he's right, he is a Cy Young caliber pitcher. And he was very close, I want to say, last year or the year before. And recently, him and the Milwaukee Brewers had a very public disagreement over uh, arbitration. They went to arbitration, got really ugly. Milwaukee said some things to try to keep his number down. It came out really bad. They interviewed Corbin Burns. It did not look good. This is a guy that if I'm circling anybody that's available, I mean, obviously there's some great names, right? Dylan Cease for the White Sox. Uh, Alcantara isn't pitching that well for Miami. If any one of those guys became available, I would expect Dana Brown to do his due diligence and try to acquire one of these guys that would make this rotation elite once again, because the top three would all be guys capable of giving you seven shutout with, you know, double digit strikeouts on a good night. Yeah. So Corbin Burns is definitely that guy. And I think this is something that bears, you know, monitoring, you know, just start looking at some of these guys and go. And look at, look at where their team is in the standings. If Milwaukee was totally out of it, I bet they would, they would dish them out. I didn't like that word choice, but it is what it is. <laughs> all right, so that's all we got, folks. Tomorrow, Astros at the Brewers for three games, and it's Christian Javier, I believe, right? Yes. Should be a against good matchup against Corbin Burns, uh, AL Cy Young winner last year. Oh, NL. Yeah, I know. My bad. I know he won <laughs> it. I just don't know what league, folks. All right, so uh, for Tom, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time on... Astros baseball.